Hi. This is the 7th episode of the podcast The Four Boys Club. I'm Shaurya. Think back on that one incident, perhaps from years ago, that has never really left your mind. Even though the participants from that incident have clearly moved on, maybe even forgotten about it, but to this date it still clings to your mind. Maybe even boils your blood. Something akin to that has happened to many of us, has it not? The memory of that one incident which has for the longest time invaded our thoughts, refusing to let go. And the fact that it happened years, maybe even decades ago, does not offer any consolation. Shanky is afflicted with, let's call it for the lack of a better word, this memory syndrome. He was in a fight once upon a time, and what's more, he was beaten black and blue. those physical scars may have faded but its impact remains and maybe even continues to haunt him to this day episode 7 the trouble with shanky we all remember that one incident from our adolescence that left us at our lowest don't we one that made us feel sorry for ourselves Sorry that we did not so much as raise a finger when we should have done a lot more. Sorry that we let ourselves get cornered so badly there was no possible way to get out. Sorry that more than anyone else we let ourselves down. And many a times that incident is a physical altercation, one in which it's safe to say we were on the receiving end of the beating. Or at least that is what it was for Shanky Y. he who was bullied quite often and frequently like the time when a senior from high school the definition of imbecility if there was one punched him squarely in his marbles in the basketball court at school because he did not look down as he was instructed to when the senior passed by him and to compound the problem shanky did not apologize when the bully gave him a chance to Although incidences like these had happened in the life of Shanky far too many times to count, it is not the unforgettable incident we are speaking of. Let's not dwell too much into the specificities of what happened in the altercation in question, which would end up being one of the two fights he would remember years from then, the other being an argument with a childhood friend the day his father passed away 2 years later. In the grand scheme of things the specificities don't even make much of a difference but it may help to provide you with an outline at their parent was shanky's good friend throughout middle school their professor at the astronomy club even called adya the venus to shanky's earth the two bore the same physique build body language and behavior from behind you could not tell the two apart Anyhow, Adya had said something rather disrespectful about a girl in their class, who in fact was his ex-girlfriend, calling her, well, let's just say it was something unwarranted. Shanky, whose intent we cannot decipher and can only assume was not malicious, ratted Adya to the girl. This girl then confronted Adya, which, as you would expect, caused a deep rupture in the friendship between the two boys. even leading to a physical altercation and i don't think i need to tell you that physical fights between teenage boys are not pretty 
sustaining a fracture to his leg as a consequence, Shanky was advised bed rest for the entire summer break. Lack of physical activity, exacerbated by the hours he spent in front of the television watching football and becoming an Arsenal fan, saw him put on 10 kilograms. But worst of all, it hampered him emotionally, made him retreat in the shell where acknowledging his own emotions became difficult because it was just so dark in there. Shanky had lied to his parents about what had happened. He told them some seniors at school ragged him. His mother, having seen her share of seniors ragging juniors at the medical institution she not only taught in but was also a dean of, urged Shanky to report it. Even threatened to do it herself if he would not. But luckily, it did not take much for Shanky to dissuade her. Maybe she saw through him, saw the lie he was desperately trying to conceal and understood the underlying dilemma. His dad, though, seemed to not much care about the injuries his son had sustained. It's some light raising, that's it, he said. Trust me, ragging used to be worse, much worse, when I was a kid. And then Shanky's father, who Shanky's friends in the neighborhood called the chill dad, went on a nostalgic monologue about the painful and yet what he remembers with fondness days of his childhood. Like the time when, after school hours, he was ordered to stay back and parade around the school grounds in his underwear. When Shanky asked his father why he tolerated such behaviour, he admitted he was chicken shit. But, he added, it did me a world of good. Toughed me up. Made me... me. Shanky wanted to tell his father just how arrogant the latter sounded in comparing a fractured leg to what might have been mortifying but certainly did not qualify as injurious. But he held his tongue. Even Mira, the youngest of the three wise siblings, saw through her brother's supposed lies. Something about Shanky's demeanour, especially him not seeing her in the eye, when he told her the supposed cause of his injury was off. But she did not press him further. Shanky kept the actual reason from his three neighbourhood friends as well. Of the three, Mompi did try to press him a little, but Shanky did not budge. Bandim, the childhood friend Shanky would spar with on the day the chill dad died, and Anpag only hung around at the back while Mompi sat next to Shanky. It's difficult to say how ashamed Shanky really felt being on the receiving end of the beating he had to endure. Because, if he did, would he not confide in them? Them who, being his age, would perhaps understand him best? The cast around Shanky's leg was cut open a week before the break ended. By the time school commenced, Shanky could walk, though with a visible limp. Still, he was advised to keep it easy by his doctor, who agreed to give him a note to set out the physical education classes. That was good with him. He did not want his classmates particularly Adya, seeing him struggling to lug all the weight he had gained during the break. The wounds might have healed, but the emotional scars still burned fresh in his mind, like all of it had happened just yesterday. The trouble, or as his father, known as the chill dad for a reason, used to say, the bitch of it was that the embarrassment, the sheer humiliation of it would stay with him like a parasite that, feeding off of him, only strengthened as time rolled by. The real bitch of it, however, was that the farther he went from it, the stronger its hold became. 
You may leave your boyhood eventually, but perhaps the boyhood never leaves you.